Hi, Coach Joe Lucas, and welcome to the Magellan Network Show. For nearly 30 years, I have been focused on helping advisors become the best both personally and professionally. This show is dedicated to sharing with you tools, tips, strategies, distinctions, things that are working now. I'd love for you to take a moment, and if you're watching this on YouTube, click the like button and also the subscribe button so you get automatic updates. And if you happen to be listening to us on a podcast, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and you leave a positive review for us. Now, with that said, let's get to today's episode. Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. This past week, I uh, created and deployed a new masterclass for our members inside of Magellan Network. And the masterclass was a what we call a meta model on how to optimize your client review process as a financial advisor. Uh, in my almost 30 years of coaching advisors, uh, I have come to understand that many advisors have a poor or a thought out or a poorly focused review process uh, with their client. It's very interesting. When I ask like a new client, well, tell me about how you do reviews, what's the syntax, what's the protocol? And it's really like all over the place. And when I ask, well, hey, how'd you come up with this or who taught you? There's never any trained. It was all just cobbled together or, well, this is the way my mentor did it, so therefore I've adopted it. And uh, when I was doing a lot of corporate training for a lot of the firms, a lot of the wirehouses, you know, one of the things that I used to always talk about was, you know, to walk me through the trainings that we have on reviews, client reviews. And it's fascinating, but they really don't exist. It's like every man or woman for themselves. So uh, what I did in this uh, masterclass is I took all my clients that I believe have a superior or a preeminent uh, process and I cobbled together all their best practices, their models, their syntaxes, their protocols, their agendas. And uh, we created this meta model if you will, for reviews. And I'm not going to do the whole the masterclass like an hour and 15, hour and 20 minutes long. Uh, you can go find that at MagellanNetwork.net. But, you know, for some highlights, you know, there's a lot of misconceptions with advisors when it comes to client reviews, you know, from what, what they truly are for, what they can be, right? I think a lot of times uh, advisors look at client reviews as just sort of a, what I call a fee uh, justification vehicle. Uh, they look at it as, well, I'm getting paid a fee, therefore it must be done. And then uh, some of them uh, take it to the up extreme and say, well, we're going to do it four times a year. So, hey, we're going to do a quarterly review, right? And here's my question about that. Do you want or is it in your best interest to have your clients analyzing and reviewing your performance every 90 days? How the portfolio is doing, how you're doing. Is that a good idea every 90 days? Now, if the market's doing well and your portfolios are doing well, then of course the answer is, hey, no harm, no foul. But here's the problem. I, it's very rare uh, that I run across an advisor who does not want their clients uh, to have a long-term approach to returns, results, so on and so forth, right? So if we all agree that, hey, we want the clients to be long-term thinkers, we want to be evaluated over time, right? We want to take a more strategic look at things. Then why are we opening the door every 90 days for the snapshot, right? Again, in most cases, it's because we look at it as a fee justification vehicle, right? 
And let me ask you all the question, which is how often you're really making major changes when you're doing this, right? So what most advisors do is they make the review process what we call portfolio-centric, right? In essence, uh, going forward, and, or planning-centric for the financial plan. And what we need to do, what we need to do, is make it people-centric, client-centric, right? About the human being or beings there. So that's the first thing, right? It's like, why are we doing this? What's the goal, right? The other thing, quite frankly, is that uh, not, not only do the advisors look at it as a fee justification vehicle or a client service thing, right, in essence, but their goals just kind of get it done, right? They kind of, you know, they kind of go into it, rinse and repeat. A lot of times you're talking at your client, you're talking about the portfolio, you're talking about the market, you're talking about the global economy, macroeconomics, right, all this stuff, boring your clients to tears. They will sit there and shake their head like they understand, but they're sitting there going, oh my God, when is this over, right? So why do we do that? Because we've never been taught to do anything other than that. So let me share with you, you know, what I consider to be some blind spots and uh, just some best practices here where, again, we're not going to unpack a whole hour, 15-minute masterclass here in about 10, 12 minutes. But I want to give you a sense of at least to inspire you, to motivate you, to whatever I need to do, to at least get you to think about yours and ask yourself, is this the best, is this the best version of it, right, going forward? So, I mean, first off, I think a lot of advisors go into a review process with their clients, what I call a lot of biases or uh, preconceived notions, biases. Um, if there was a change in the client, they'll tell me. If they got, if there's more money, they'll tell me, right? There's this kind of bias that, well, if there's a change, if the client has new goals or new situation or new issues or new concerns or anything like that, uh, that the client will bring it to my attention. And quite frankly, in my experiences, most of the time, the exact opposite is true. You don't find out anything unless you ask, right? So I think that's number one. And look, there's no question. It's easier not to ask than to ask, right? So what that means for you, the advisor, is you can't just show up at a review meeting and just wing it, right? Just kind of show up and kind of go over like some script with no energy, no enthusiasm, like you're just kind of rinse and repeating. It does not work, right? The goal in a review is to have no assumptions. Zero, right? A terrible analogy I use, some of my analogies are better than others, one I, you know, maybe not, is, you know, if you are going to your annual physical with your doctor, and so you're in the exam room, right? You're sitting there. They didn't ask you to put a robe on or disrobe. They didn't ask you to do anything like that, right? But there, you're sitting there. You are sitting on the exam table, you know, uh, fully fully dressed. And the doctor comes in, and and he or she, you know, doesn't even walk towards you. Just kind of stays by the doorway, has your chart, looks you over, kind of, you know, kind of maybe give you the once over, and say, you know, you look about the same as last year when you were here. I think you're good to go. And they sign off on it, right? And away we go, right? Tell me you would not be looking for a new doctor, right? But isn't that what a lot of advisors do? Isn't that where, hey, this is what we've got. This is, you know, so here's our portfolio. Here's what we think, right? All this jazz. And uh, away we go. You're missing, advisors miss out on so much opportunity to add value, to deepen relationships, to uncover issues, challenges, goals, opportunities that Let's just outline a good, again, we give you the 50,000 foot view here today because just for time. But I want you to think about this for a second. I'm gonna make a statement 
And I just want you to open your mind to the possibility that I might be, the statement might be true. So here's the statement. A well thought out client review process can be one of the most powerful business development tools in any advisor's arsenal. Okay, got that? Now, how do we arrive at that destination? Well, let me give you a protocol process slash syntax, again, in a, in a global frame. So one of the things that we're always gonna to wanna to do early in a review process with a client is ask about their health. And whenever I train on this, by the way, I always get like weird looks from it, from the audience, whether it's Zoom or live, like health. Why, why are we gonna ask our clients about their health? Like, isn't that sensitive information? Uh, yeah, of course it's sensitive. But think about this for a second. Just kind of just kind of indulge me for a moment. Would you agree to the statement? If a person's health has made has had a, a drastic change, usually for the worst, is it possible it will alter their financial goals, their timelines, what's important to them? Would it cause them, in essence, to maybe reevaluate a lot of things, right? So we all like to think that, well, if there was something with our client that they would just bring it to us. And the reality is a lot of times they don't. So you've got to learn to be comfortable asking the question. And if the client says, well, hey, why do you want to know that? And say, well, look, in our experiences, if there's a health issue or crisis or something going on, uh, there's, a, there's a high probability it will impact financial goals, timelines, what's important, the bucket list, the list goes on and on. Wouldn't you agree, right? So there's always a way to put a frame around it so we understand that, right? Another question, are there any new financial goals, anything that we need to be known? Is there any change in your status since we met last? Pretty simple question, right? Third, anything keeping you up at night? Any, any issues, concerns, anything, right? So I wanna handle, think about the first three questions or first three elements of the review. Update, update, update. Client focused, client focused, client focused. Right? All about that. Next thing we're gonna do, we're gonna either update uh, their financial plan or their balance sheet slash net worth statement. Again, we're gonna make sure everything's relevant and fresh. Again, looking for opportunity. New monies, maybe they sold a piece of land, inherited money, CD came to, who knows, right? From that perspective, we're gonna do that. We're then going to go ahead and go over the brief, and I call it the brief. So a lot of you would probably have a 80%, what I call 80-20 rule, 80% about the portfolio and the plan, and 20% about the person. Uh, we're going to invert that, and we're gonna make it 80% about the person, their goals, their issues, their concerns, and 20% about the portfolio and or the plan. Okay, so we're gonna invert the 80-20 rule. So we're gonna spend you know, five, 10, 15 minutes just going over things globally, right, in essence. And then we're gonna handle what I call open items. Now, what are open items? Open items are things that you believe the client needs to do because in their best interest. So maybe they're taking too much money. Maybe they're taking too much risk. Maybe they need to acquire a long-term care policy. Maybe they are underinsured. I don't know what it is, right? It's gonna be all situational, but let's have this conversation for the next minute or two. This industry, the, the thought leaders, the leaders, the talking heads, all talk about Fiduciary standard. We want to be professionals. Fiduciary standard, right? Like, you know, client-centered, client-first, right? All that. Best interest. 
Sounds good. Sounds good in front of the stage. Sounds good when you're being interviewed by a journal or magazine. Sounds good. But unless it happens here at this level, it's just talk. So you, the advisor, have got to make a, de a decision. Am I going to play it safe? And safe being safe in the relationship with my client. So in other words, how secure are you in the relationship? Because a lot of advisors have a lot of client insecurity. And if you have a lot of client insecurity, your mind's going to go, I don't want to bring up a potential uncomfortable conversation. So you play it safe, you kind of go over stuff, you don't bring up the long-term, you don't bring up the long-term care policy they need or the outside money they have, like you play it safe, all right? You're abdicating your responsibility as a fiduciary. You're BSing yourself, all right? So if you're gonna take, if you're gonna take what you do seriously, and I know many of you do, then you've gotta be willing to have those uncomfortable conversations with your client. That's why you get paid, quote unquote, the big bucks, okay? So we're gonna have that conversation. Assuming all that happens, it's all positive. Next, we're gonna to go to the relationship, the relationship between yourself and your client. Are we serving you well? Is there anything else we, that we need to be doing for you? Um, you know, I just wanna ask, hey, are we, are we serving you well? And in most cases, you're gonna get a positive, you know, appreciative answer back. Sometimes you may get something, well, hey, I called the office a couple of weeks ago and didn't get a call back or, or you know, you, as, as a business owner, as a business owner, you need to know what's going on and don't be afraid and don't hide like, you know, the, the ostrich method of management. Stick my head in sand, pretend nothing bad's going on. All that does is you can down the road and little issues now become monsters, right? So ask, are we serving you well? Anything else we can be doing, right? Get some feedback. Like I said, nine out of 10 times, we're gonna get very positive feedback, appreciative feedback, and then we pivot into the last thing we wanna cover in the review process, which is reminding the client that we're here as a resource, as a service to the client, for their friends, family, colleagues, and coworkers, when it comes to investments, finances, retirement planning, whatever, right? I'm giving you a very, very broad-stroke outline of the protocol. Now I'll ask you, when you look at how you do your reviews, how does that line up to what I just said to you? And remember I said that the review process, I made a statement and we're gonna end this session with an explanation of the statement. Remember when I said that a well thought out review can be one of the most powerful business development tools in any advisor's arsenal. Remember I said that? Let me demonstrate that to you right now, okay? What was one of the questions? Any new financial goals, right? Maybe there's a goal, maybe there's an opportunity for me to add value. Number two, any changes to financial status, right? So the inherent money, rob a bank, whatever, right? Three, we're gonna update their balance sheet, which is, a, which is a minimum standard of care that every advisor needs to have, right? So we have that. Uh, one thing we didn't cover, because I'm doing this again off, off my head, is that one of the other things we're gonna cover in the review process is we're gonna get an update on their CPA, their attorney, their property and casualty person, whomever. So we're gonna make sure we understand who all their COIs are and make sure that all the beneficiaries are accurate also. So on the COI side, right, isn't that an opportunity to engage in some conversations, right, and to maybe find some strategic relationships? There's another one. How about beneficiaries? Conversations around that, right? Think about that. Open items, long-term care, outside money, I mean, so, so again, another business development opportunity, right? And what's lastly, referrals and introductions. 
hey, you know, as a service to you, keep us in mind as a resource for friends, family, colleagues, and coworkers when it comes to anything money, investment, retirement planning related, or whatever you want to use, right? Think about this the review process, again, globally laid out for you versus what you're currently doing. Imagine every review opportunity, or at least 90% of them, again, assuming they all go well, where it's really also a powerful business development tool. All right, I want you to think about that. And if you want, if you want to really see what this and experience the entire masterclass, all you need to do is go to MagellanNetwork.net and um, sign up for a trial. It's free, and uh, as part of that free trial, uh, you will get access uh, to that masterclass. Okay. So uh, until next time, be well. Right. Let's go ahead and be successful. I look forward to seeing you on our next episode. Thank you for watching or listening to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. Hey, if any of this resonated with you, I invite you to come to MagellanNetwork.net and we have a powerful group coaching community of like-minded advisors. Come in for a trial. You and I will have a one-on-one conversation. Let's see if I can help elevate your game both personally and professionally.